Women in Sport, 50 Fearless Athletes Who Played to Win, written by Rachel Ignatowski. Ellen MacArthur, Long Distance Yachtswoman Ellen Patricia MacArthur was born in Britain in 1976. She first went on a yacht at the age of four. By eight, she'd begun saving up for a boat of her own. Ellen's parents always gave her the freedom and support to go out and seek adventure even when she decided to sail the world's most dangerous seas. By 18, Ellen had earned her Yachtsmaster qualification. That year, she sailed solo around Great Britain. In 1996, she participated in a race across the Atlantic from Canada to France and came third. It was a great achievement, but Ellen wanted to become the fastest sailor of all time. Ellen's goal was to make a non-stop sailing trip around the world and break the record for this feat, set by Francis Joyon. 72 days, 22 hours, 54 minutes and 22 seconds. Sailing solo can be incredibly dangerous, but Ellen was not afraid to test her limits. In 2004, she set sail from England and started breaking records the speed to the equator, to the Cape of Good Hope, and to Australia's Cape Leeuwin. It was not all smooth sailing. She severely burned her arm while switching out generators and began lagging behind the record time by four days after crossing the equator. But with hard work and determination, Ellen broke the world record for sailing around the world with a time of 71 days, 14 hours, 18 minutes and 33 seconds. Ellen was the fastest person on the seas. Ellen retired from sailing in 2009, turning her focus to charity. In 2010, she founded the Ellen MacArthur Foundation, which promotes a circular economy in which we reuse and recycle instead of making new products that end up as rubbish. She was inspired by how she used resources at sea, where survival depended on using, and reusing, only essentials. Her record for the fastest solo sail around the world has been broken, but she broke barriers and now works for a more sustainable future.
Melissa Stockwell, paratriathlete. Melissa Stockwell bravely served as a US Army lieutenant in the Iraq War. Aged 24, she was caught in a roadside bomb explosion in Baghdad. To save her life, doctors amputated one of her legs. Melissa was born in Michigan, USA, in 1980. Before she served her country in the military, she dreamed of representing the United States as an Olympic athlete. In 2005, she retired from the Army. With just one leg, Melissa needed to relearn how to walk with a prosthetic and to figure out what she would do with her life. She eventually relearned to walk, run, swim and ride a bike. She even learned to ski. After skiing down a mountain, Melissa realised she could still become a champion athlete. During rehab, she was introduced to the Paralympics. Her dream of becoming an Olympian could still come true as a Paralympian. She enjoyed her rehab swimming sessions and thought she could improve her speed enough to make the Paralympic team. With the help of coach Jimmy Flowers at the US Olympic Training Centre, she made the Paralympic swimming team and competed at the 2008 Beijing Paralympics. After that, Melissa was invited to compete in the para-triathlon. Triathlons are tricky. As well as working on her stamina, she had to practice taking off her running prosthetic leg to swim, then quickly putting on her biking leg, all within her competition time. In 2009, she completed her first triathlon of the same distance as the Olympic triathlon. She won the 2010 International Triathlon Union World Championships and won the gold medal again in 2011 and 2012. In 2016, at the very first Paralympic triathlon event, she won a bronze medal and fulfilled her dream of standing on the Olympic podium. Melissa Stockwell turned the greatest obstacle of her life into an opportunity. She works hard to give other athletes with disabilities new opportunities. Serena Williams, tennis player. Serena Jamika Williams was born in 1981 in Michigan, USA. The family moved to Compton, California, where she and her older sister Venus learned to play tennis. Their father dreamed of his daughters becoming the world's greatest tennis players and started training the sisters on a public court when they were four and five. He would train them throughout their careers. At first, Venus was the prodigy and the star. Serena did not yet have the powerful stroke she is known for today. Serena adored Venus and wanted to be just like her sister. At the age of 14, Serena played her first professional event. Venus was already a tennis superstar, but Serena soon caught up with her and in 1999 won her first US Open singles title. At the 2000 Olympics, the two teamed up to win a doubles gold medal. 
They also won all of the Grand Slam doubles titles from 1999 to 2001. These, plus their Olympic gold, made a career Golden Slam. The Williams sisters became international superstars. By 2003, Serena was world number one. She won the four Grand Slam titles, the French Open, Wimbledon, US Open and Australian Open, in a row. A feat which is now affectionately named the Serena Slam. She continued to dominate in singles and also teamed up with Venus to win multiple Grand Slam and major tournament doubles titles. In 2010, a series of injuries kept her off the court. She would have to build herself back up from the bottom. By 2011, she was making one of the greatest comebacks in sporting history. Her Olympic gold medals in 2012, in both singles and doubles, led her to a second career Golden Slam. By 2013, she was once again the number one player in the world. In 2017, she broke another taboo and showed how amazingly strong women's bodies can be by winning the Australian Open while eight weeks pregnant. Serena has won 23 Grand Slam titles to date. Serena has won 23 Grand Slam singles titles to date. She is a gladiator, role model, fashion icon and philanthropist who has inspired the world. Danica Patrick, race car driver. Open wheel race car driving is one of the world's most dangerous sports. Imagine going over 320 kilometers per hour where a moment's distraction could mean a fatal crash. With each turn, the amount of G-force pressure on a racer's body makes it almost impossible to breathe. Drivers build their upper body strength to steer the car against this force. They must engage every muscle to stay seated, feet on the pedals and hands on the wheel. Danica Sue Patrick was born in 1982 and grew up in Illinois, USA. At the age of 10, Danica started go-kart racing and immediately crashed straight into a wall. Shaken but not deterred, she was ready to try again. In 1994, 1996 and 1997, she won the World Karting Association Grand National Championship. At 16, she was offered a sponsorship to train in Europe and compete in the British National Series. In 2000, she became the most successful American ever in Britain's Formula Ford Festival Race, coming second. In 2005, Danica competed at the famous... Indianapolis 500 race. She was only the fourth woman ever to compete there and led for 19 laps, a historic first for a woman. She finished fourth and continued to perform well in IndyCar races. She was featured on the cover of Sports Illustrated and won Rookie of the Year award. But it was not enough. 
She wanted to win a race. In 2008, in the Indy Japan 300, Danica led into her final lap. Over five seconds ahead of the car behind her, she crossed the finish line. The chequered flag went up, and Danica became the first woman in history to win an IndyCar race. In 2010, Danica entered the world of NASCAR, making her one of the most famous sports stars in the USA. Danica continues to lead laps, break records, and show the world that racing is for girls too. Nicola Adams, Boxer Nicola Adams was born in 1982 and grew up in Leeds, UK. For 116 years, women's boxing was seen as wrong, unladylike and dangerous. In 1996, the ban on women's boxing was finally lifted and the Amateur Boxing Association of England slowly opened its doors to everyone. Luckily for the boxing world, that year Nicola Adams discovered the sport and was determined to become the greatest boxer at the Olympics. Olympic boxing was not even open to women at the time, and Nicola was the only girl in her boxing programme. But she knew that with hard work, she one day could accomplish her dream. Becoming a world champion boxer would not be easy, physically or financially. Her mum, always supportive, often worked until midnight to pay the bills. Nicola also worked to help with the cost of competing and travel. In 2007, she became the first British woman awarded a medal in a major boxing tournament, coming second at the European Championship. The next year, she won a silver medal at the World Championships. In 2009, Nicola fell down the stairs while on the way to an important match. With a fresh fracture in her spine, she still won the fight. The injury put her on bed rest for three months and threatened to end her career, but she was back in the ring a year later, winning another World Championships silver medal. She won silver again at this competition in 2012. In 2011, she won the European Union Championships and qualified to compete at the 2012 Olympic Games in the first ever female boxing event. The 2012 Olympics was the first time that many spectators saw women's boxing. The fight between Nicola and China's Rang Kankan was intense, each hitting hard and at lightning speed. Nicola's powerful punches connected and she became the first woman in boxing history to win an Olympic gold medal. Nicola has influenced many girls to start boxing. In 2016, she took the world championship title and another gold medal at the Rio Olympics, realising her lifelong dream for a second time. Women in Sport 50 Fearless Athletes Who Played to Win Written by Rachel Ignatowski 